For truth with a Texas twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Karafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19. Now, I want to thank our special sponsor, Home Instead Senior Care. They provide trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care Services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care service to fit you and your family's needs. And we are so grateful for, with, for to them for providing us with this show today because I am bringing you a very special guest. Catherine Brakefield, I just want to welcome you. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. I'm looking forward to this. This is, I have been looking so forward to this. In fact, I need to tell my listening friends, I actually have talked to Catherine a number of times before the show, and then I panicked because I couldn't find the show. I was going to get it already, put, prepare the blog. I couldn't wait to write down all the great stuff she'd been telling me, and then I realized we hadn't even recorded it yet. So I want to give you Catherine's, I know, that's so funny. She's got a pretty good laugh out of that when I told her. (laughs) I know. Uh, Yeah, I know, that's so mean to be so dingy. Okay, but here's her website, because as we talk, I know you're going to want to check her out. It's www.catherine, with a C, -C C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, Ulrich, U-L-R-I-C-H, Breakfield, B-R-A-K-E-F-I-E-L-D.com. And I highly recommend you go there and look for her books. She's going to tell us a little bit of her backstory. Catherine, tell us how you got started and interested in history and romance and all these fun things that you weave together with your writing. Well, gee, I love to write. I mean, I love to read more. I never thought I'd ever be a writer. You know, I, really? I, would, read, I would just consume books. Yeah, I didn't think I could ever be good enough to do that. And then I got a wake-up call from my Heavenly Father one day. <laughs> um, I had, I really, I, I was a church-going girl. You know, I was Catholic, yeah. and oh. I loved it. I went to catechism, everything you can think of, and I even was a catechism teacher. And then one day I was listening to Billy Graham, and he was doing a television, you know, what he a ser, uh, sermon, and I just went down on my knees. I said, well, I haven't done this yet, so, Lord, okay, I'm asking you to my heart, you know. I've done everything oh. else. Why not this, right? And I did it, and... And I was sincere, but I felt something, really something in my heart. And I had a kindred awakening at that time, and I heeded the prompting of the Holy Spirit. And then I was take, I, I went to Billy Graham's Decision Magazine. I subscribed to that, and they were having a writer's conference thing. And you couldn't go unless you competed in this writing uh, challenge. And wow. I won a chance. We had a bunch <gasps> of people, and those people that were able to go went. 
And we went wow. to Minneapolis, Minnesota then. Yeah, I was shocked. And I was shocked I was in that, even went. But it was um, a decision school of Christian writing. It was a weekend, three days, wow. and I was six months pregnant with my first child. <laughs> wow. What a good sport your husband was to let you go. Yes, I, I'm trying to think. I think he went with me. I can't remember if he did or if he didn't now. I think he did. <laughs> I think we flew together. But um, the crazy thing is this. This is how the Lord works. You know, I think he tests everybody all the time. You know, he tests yeah. me all the time. I know that. Um, I was already sat down, oh, I can handle a baby in this, you know, my writing assignments. And then two months after my daughter's birth, my grandmother needed a place to live. <gasps> again, I know, again, uh, the Holy Spirit said to have her come in, to have her live with us. I said, really, Lord? So I asked my husband, and he was all for it. He was a southerner, and she was a southerner, you know. So I had her come in. I figured it would be maybe a couple months. It was 12 years. Wow. She lived oh, my 12 goodness. years. Through, yeah, through and rheumatoid arthritis, two strokes, um, uh, she also got shingles, you know, but we endured and, you know, she died here. You know, I mean, it was, it was, however, you know, my writing took a detour, you know, to the, the inner recesses of my filing cabinet. I thought, well, that was it. And that wasn't the truth. No, it was something else God was going to help me. I just realized then I was, for the 12 years, I was enrolled in God's School of Christian Learning. And that's how the Destiny series began, the, the, uh, my epic saga. You know, I, love the, your, I love your Destiny series. We're going to talk about that a lot. In fact, we're going to do a second podcast if you're listening in, and we'll go into a lot more depth about some of her books and how she creates those crea- uh, characters. So we'll do that in the second half hour, and we'll create a podcast separate for that. So look for it. I don't yet know what we're going to call these, but I'm thinking something with romance in them, Catherine. <laughs> because every time I talk to you, you're just full of all these amazing life experiences and such great information about how to build relationships. And, you know, that's my thing. I just need all the help I can get with that. So I'm sitting here doing the math. Your two-month-old baby was born, and your grandmother yeah. passed away 12 years later. So you're oldest child was about 12 when her grandmother passed away. She was away. 12. Wow. She was a junior high cheerleader, and I then had my son. Wow. And I remember, my fact, when I got pregnant with my son, uh, my grandmother, she kind of cried. She said, you can't take care of me, too. She said, sure, I can't. I was oh, like, you know, I was in a roll then, but I knew how to handle all this <laughs> stuff, I thought. But it wasn't as easy as I thought it would be. <laughs> you are a strong woman, though, and I really appreciate you saying that because I think a lot yeah. of us, we see people like you and we go, oh, she's so amazing, I could never do that. But really, no, it wasn't no, it it was was easy for you. <laughs> right. Even strong women have, it's hard. So we have I think our moments. I think that's so important for us to tell the truth about that so that people Amen. watching us don't think, oh, well, she just got that, it's easy for her. That's not true. What I find is no. God gives he gives us he gives us the hard job for us, and he gives the job that would have been easy for Kathy. He gives that job to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah, yeah, these jobs yeah. where I'm just biting my fingernails trying to figure out how to have faith doing these things that are hard for me, and they might not be hard for anyone else, but for me they are. Well, I, okay, but anybody I, faced with that challenge would have been overwhelmed, and I'm sure you were. I've had my mother live with me, Catherine, uh, and many of my listening friends know this, in the last year of her life, and that was a very tender time with her, and I, I can only imagine with your grandmother, 
but I love this story about you accepting Christ yeah. through uh, Billy Graham's ministry. So many people can relate to that. I, I was so excited about having you on the show. I usually do people's bios when they tell their stories. So let me just give my listening friends a little bit of information just so they get the fact that you're amazing. Like she's a former staff writer for Michigan Travel Magazine in Breckenridge, uh, Michigan, and she's has publishing guideposts and all these other like I don't know. There's probably half a dozen books here on her on her blog that I pulled to just give you an idea that those are all books that she's just contributed a story. We met through one of my publishers is Cross River Media, and I love them. and And Catherine's one reason why she's just been so encouraging to me as a young. Not that young, but a new author. <laughs> so she's just really given me some strength where I'm trying to do this thing that's hard for me. And But Cross River, too, I, I don't want to forget to mention them because they've been so good to me. They're just so fun and easy to work with and so loving. And, and if you're thinking of writing a book and when you when Catherine gets done talking, you're going to go want to go write out write your historical fiction and your romance novel. So don't forget about Cross River while you're thinking about that. Uh, Catherine, I'm changing the subject a little bit. I'm going to come back to your writing and your story, uh-huh. but I want to, I think an important part of your story has to do with horses. You know how we love horses in Texas. Yes. Oh, yes. So, I love Texas. We, I wish I could move it, but my family's here. <laughs> well, we have the right. I like, your, I like your horses and I like your weather. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we're really loving it today because I know the rest of the country is freezing and they said our weather was going to be cold today, but it's really gorgeous outside. Now, in Tyler, in Tyler, we call Tyler the rose capital of the world, and there's a reason for that. We provide many of the rose bushes throughout the whole, really the whole globe. And, but you had a horse named Rock and Rose, and I wanted you to tell us a little bit about your horses. Oh goodness, I that's that's a story in itself too. Um, I loved horses. In fact, I even rolled behind my father before I could even hold the reins. You know, we would ride double on our horse named Ant. In fact, that story just came out. A little while ago, in um, uh, in a in a short story book, the the horse of my heart. I, anyway, horse of my dreams. Anyways, um, and then I I rode her bareback. You know, I was ten, eleven years old. I was on her bareback. So then, when I graduated from high school, I had to have a horse. You know, because Matt uh-huh. had died and everything else. So my dad, like he is, he got us a farm up here in um, Anderson Township. You know, wow. <laughs> we started raising Arabians. That was what wow. I got, got out of high school. So I was working. I was going to night school, and we were ra- we were breeding and raising Arabians. We would go to an auction, and we buy these these mares, these great mares. You probably can relate to this. We bought off the auction block that looked good and sound, and we bring them to our Arabian stallion. He was at a, a raffle stables, so he was a very wow. famous domestic horse. Yeah, and we were going like so. We were planning on selling them, you know, making all this money, but. We fell in love with our Arabians. Oh, my <laughs> It was a hard gosh. time to part with them, I tell you. So you we've done my, that since then. My girls wanted horses, and I told them, no, that's just a lifestyle. <laughs> they scare me. <laughs> horses are big. I mean, I hate to admit it. I'm such a – I sound so strong and bold, but really I'm kind of a wimp, especially around horses. Well, I just knew that was an important part of your childhood. That's so sweet that your dad – what a pushover. Like, first he got you well, to yeah. Uh-huh. Well, see, my dad, that last book, Walter Destiny, is inspired by my, it was inspired oh. by my family a little bit. But my dad and mom practically married on a horse. Okay. Now so, we have about yeah. a minute so before the break. Back. When, we yeah. ha- 
When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about what I really want to get into is some of these uh, things that contributed to your love of history and your love of romance. So stay with us. I'm going to go ahead and read Catherine's uh, WW again. So it's Catherine with a C, Ulrich, U-L-R-I-C-H, Breakfield, B-R-A-K-E-F-I-E-L-D, Dot com And you, of course, can find everything on KathyCrafty.com. So that's where we speak to truth with the Texas Twang. And we're going to be right back talking to Catherine some more. And you're going to love what she has to share about romance and history. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio. So stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas Twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally, she lives way down on Chimbone Alley. The number on the gate is the number on the door, and the next house over is the grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help, but sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. Thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. We're talking with Catherine Ulrich Brakefield, and she has got so many, so much great stuff to teach us about romance. In fact, we're going to do a whole podcast dedicated to how we can spark up romance in our own lives. But, Catherine, you wrote this Destiny series, Destiny's Whirlwind, Destiny of Heart, Waltz with Destiny. And I mean, I think I missed one there, which, oh, Swept into into Destiny. Destiny. Yep. Yep. Swept into Destiny, which is the one that I have already read. And I got to confess, I 
Well, I read so much. I'm much like my mother in this way. She could read a book a day or maybe two. And I read all the time, but I don't allow myself the luxury. Like, it is my guilty pleasure to just sit down with something fun and fiction. And romance is like, that's like the ultimate chocolate for me. I just don't allow myself much of it. But I knew if I invited you on the show, I would get to read all your books, and I'd heard they were great. And I wasn't disappointed. Swept into Destiny was such a fun book to read. I'm, we're going to talk a lot about that in the next episode. What I want to say is this is a woman that knows a lot about romance. So I want to talk a little bit. Go ahead and tell us. Tell me a little bit about how you fell in love with your own husband, because you all have a long, sweet romance. Well, yeah, it is, but it, it was something that developed up through the years. I, I was on my way um, to Hawaii with my, my sister and my girlfriend, and I didn't know at the time. I had seen this one gentleman, you know, he was dressed in a Navy outfit, you know, and everything. Uh, we had stopped in Los Angeles, and we were next to the last four, last four hours to be going to Hawaii. Well, so we got on the plane, and then he sits next to me, you know, and then we communicated through this movie I wanted to watch, she was trying to talk to me, you know. Oh, wow. Uh, but, yeah. So I guess he had I told the, the guy at the ticket line he wanted to sit next to me or something. That's how he got there. But Unbelievable. He told me later. That, is, that is so <laughs> yeah. cool of him. I know. I, that was amazing. So then um, the crazy thing is, though, we went to this. I went. I, I booked all the reservations, and I'm history buff. You know me, history, history. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted this hotel that was... A hundred years old, and it was by the Hawaiians and everything else. But we were on the top floor, no air conditioning. Oh. It was sweltering hot there. <laughs> so oh. then I made a way just to go to another place that had air conditioning. I didn't want my sister and my girlfriend to feel uncomfortable. Well, I didn't know it, but what I told, you know, this gentleman, you know, his name was Ed. Um, he, I don't know how he's going to find you, but I said, oh, well, that's just too bad. You know, I wasn't that connected to him or anything. So anyways, I'm going, we go into the other place, and we get up there, and we come back down for dinner, and here he's waiting in the lobby. I said, wow, how'd you find me? Wow. <laughs> yeah. He Can was he really, naval he intelligence. Really, he really yeah. tracked you down? He said it was just by, it was just by a God thing, because he happened Aww. to see me turn the corner with my suitcase, and he was able to find out where we went, you know. Aww. So then he, so the whole time... Yeah, the whole seven days we were there, he supplied dates for my girlfriend and my sister. Because <gasps> I wouldn't oh. go separate with him. I would not do that, you know. Yeah. So it was fun. We got to see, oh, yeah, we got to see Schofield Barracks. A lot of places that were off limit to most people, we got to see, oh. you know. So and then, anyways, well, so, then at the end, the last day that we were leaving, he proposed. <gasps> and I laughed. <laughs> you, <laughs> no, oh I laughed. God. I said, you're not, you're kidding, right? You know, he you, says, well, I, <laughs> you could so not I even write that in a novel and expect people to believe it. <laughs> I know, I know. It was kind of funny, but we communicated then, you know, yeah, and then so we, we shared. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. He lived in Alabama. I love it. A Southern boy just swept you off your feet. I, <laughs> That's I, right. I love it that he knew right away. Within a week, he knew you were the woman for him. What's so sweet yeah. about that is then y'all, you you obviously could not say yes after only knowing him one week, but you began to no, write I, letters back and forth. Do you still have all those good letters you wrote? I have quite a few. We did a couple of moves. I still have them someplace in my suitcase downstairs, yeah. They were really good. They were a lot. They were, they were 
they're a pull. You know, let's put it that oh. way, you know. Oh. But, yeah, and then I have to say um, it was still the same thing. And, in fact, I think that's why I put the basis of my novels with romance. See, my novels don't have the normal feel-good romance that you see in most novels. There, it's I, a tug of war romance. It's a, it's, it's a true, more of a true romance, you know. Yes. Because yes. I, I know. That was one of yep. the things I love. That's what I loved about Maggie and Ben's re- uh, relationship yes. in the book that I read, Swept into Destiny. It was more believable. Like you included so much in that book, and we'll talk about yes. that in the next podcast. But what I loved is it was believable in the sense that. You included all this political and and the cultural nuances mm-hmm. of the day and different perspectives, and you weren't trying mm-hmm. to just do this feel good thing. But but because there was so much truth interwoven in the book, it did. It was a very satisfying read. It felt it felt good. Like that wasn't your purpose, yeah. but it felt great. Much more. A lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Much more than like a cotton candy romance. It was more like, okay, this is how it really is, and I like that. Yeah, exactly. I wanted my readers to get that. I want them to have some meat. You know, I mean, yeah. I always, there was one preacher that talked about the meat and the bones. Leave the bones and keep the meat. I want them to keep the meat. I want to give them something that they can they can springboard off to and look for the right the right mate for them, the right spouse that they need to get to. Because it's hard out there to know the truth about a man. It's hard. I mean, like uh, Pastor Hagee says, you don't know him until you, until you finally say the I do, you know. Then the, then, then the devil comes out. You know what I'm saying? You never know this guy, you know. And we need to know what to look for, the signs. And, and then, uh, I'm, as I said before, in fact, I um, mentioned one, but I'll talk about that, I guess, the next time, you know, about the, the one thing that Aunt Louise said to Colina, you know, that's in, in uh, Destiny's Whirlwind, about what to look for for a man, you know, what they need to know. Oh, I but love I that. Mean, yeah, we're, def- we're definitely going to go into detail on that. That's going to be a fun yeah. conversation. Well, okay, yeah. so now you've got all these, you've got the two beautiful children, and you've got, I think, is it four? Am I wrong? Three? Two handsome grandsons? I love this. Now, I, I know we have mutual editors who would have edited this. So I'm quoting from her blog. It says, recipients of two, uh, Catherine and Edward are now the blessed recipients of two handsome grandsons and one Preciously adorable granddaughter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, but the now I have another one. The yeah, granddaughter hormone just flowed yeah. out of your pen. I, I know you would have gotten edited if you turned that in. <laughs> I know. Well, I tell you, she has, I have two now, though. Because oh. I have another one. Yeah, she's one year old. Yeah, she'll oh, be two that's soon, a sweet though. age. Yep. I love those. Yes. Well, <laughs> so that is so sweet. So that makes a total of four grandbabies now. Well, I know they're all yeah. precious and adorable and spoiled rotten, probably. That would be my guess if they spend any time oh, with your yeah. grandmother. Yes. I know. Well, I love that. I see them about three or four times a week, too, so perfect. <laughs> well, so you you became a Christian. You began writing for Christian romance, which is kind of its own special genre. And then because of who you are, you in, you include enough history in your books that I always feel like, I got some bite and chew. It wasn't all just fun and cotton candy, but it was some really good things that made me think through my perspective. Like, okay, she's offering me a perspective I haven't heard before. How accurate is that? So I really love the hist- the historic aspect of what you do because I appreciate and respect anybody that can give me a perspective that makes me think. So thank you for that. 
what I, I yeah. know we're going to run this last little segment here is going to go quick. So I wanted to give you a chance to tell me what you think the most important things are when you're writing. If you're talking to someone who's just waiting to write their book, what kind of things would you say to them? Um, I would say be true to your calling, you know, listen to the word of God. A lot of times we know what we want to do, but we have to listen to Holy Spirit to tell him, tell us what we, what he wants us to do. Cause he really does know best. In the yeah. end, it's going to be what he wants, not what we want. To tell you wow. the truth, it's what happens every time with me. I know what I want, but it's not always what God wants. So we just have to wait for the Lord and trust him for his grace, you know, and, and know that there's a reason why sometimes time is delayed like mine, 12 years, yeah. you know, I waited. Yeah. But I use a lot of that time to do some more work on that and to, and to prune down my and my writing abilities and everything, too. So I wasn't like completely not doing anything, but it helped me to understand people more, you know, and life's hardships more, I have to say, you know, and wow. that's the most important part, I think. We don't really see that. You know, we got to be true to God's given talent, you know, and also mm-hmm. remember, prayer is our cell phone connection to our Lord and Savior. Yes. You know? Yeah, and the Bible is our key to opening that door to the heavenly riches of our Father's house. We can't we can't do anything without his without his grace and his commitment. I love sure. that. That is well. That's been my experience. I I find myself negotiating with God, like, okay, Lord, I'll write that book first, but the one I really want to write is this one. <laughs> and, and now I'm just kind of overwhelmed because He's just opened the doors for me in ways I didn't anticipate, and. So I find myself crying and saying to him, okay, Lord, you were right. I was wrong. This this is yeah. exactly what you wanted me to do, and I'm grateful that you, you gave me enough direction that I could obey you and do what you told me to do. So I really appreciate that advice. In fact, I'm going to take those four points you just gave me and pull them out of this podcast when I, when I write the blog to go with it. So I want people to look uh-huh. for that. We're going to close uh-huh. now, but I, I want to – Tell everybody, if you love Catherine's story as much as I do, you can find it. I'm going to write a blog about her. And so you can find all the links to her website and everything at Kathy Crafty, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com. And don't forget, you can sign up for our weekly blogs. And in that, we don't, we don't inundate your mailbox, but we try to send you something each week that will encourage you and make you happy and will have tons of good links to other good stuff. Real positive, encouraging, energizing things. And we try to talk about the things no one else wants to talk about. So when Catherine and I get back together on this other podcast, we're going to be talking a lot more about romance. So be sure and check that out. Thank you for joining us today. Catherine, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And this is Truth with a Texas Twang, KathyCrafty.com here. So don't forget to look for Catherine Break, uh, Earl, sorry, Ulrich Break. Dot com, no, yeah, dot com, um, for more about her and, and also look for her stuff on my links at kathycrafty.com. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. Oh, no. 
Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week.